a theatrical masterpiece, an absolute masterclass, hugely entertaining, almost perfect theatre, simply stunning, entrancing, witty, defiant and brilliant true art. These are just some of the reviews that have been used by some fairly weighty sources to describe the work of our next guest on Radio Verulam. Rebecca Vaughan is one of the most exciting young performers on the British stage, and I'm delighted to say she's with us here at Radio Verulam today. Rebecca, welcome to Radio Verulam. Hello, it's lovely to be here. I was going to say welcome to St Albans too, but you're no stranger to the area, are you? <laughs> no, no, I live here. I'm a local and that's why it's so exciting to be opening, premiering a new show in St Albans. It's a very rare treat. It's fantastic. And we're really looking forward to uh, to seeing live theatre back at the Maltings. But you've taken time out of rehearsals today. Thank you for doing that. It's not long now to the big day, is it? But you have had plenty of time to prepare for it over the last 18 months. <laughs> I guess a frustrating time for performers. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we have quite a lot of shows that we tour all around the country all the time. And of course, uh, last March, uh, everything stopped. And we've had over the last uh, sort of about 17 months, we've had about 150 gigs cancelled. So it's been pretty epic. Um, and we've been creating, we planned to create this piece for last November. And then, of course, the second lockdown happened and uh, it went, uh, it got sort of postponed again. Um, then it was going to happen again in February and got postponed again. And so finally, we are able to properly rehearse it and get it on the stage for next week. And you're part of uh, Dyad Productions, aren't you? And you're launching the autumn season at the Maltings with the prediction of A Room of One's Own, which is described as a 1928 TED Talk trip through the history of literature, creativity and sexual politics. Tell us about the production. Well, that's, a, that's a brilliant little uh, little <laughs> nugget to describe it. So Virginia Woolf um, wrote it in 1928. And it's it's her looking at where things are for men and women, uh, as you say, sort of sexual politics, but also she's looking at creativity and what, what makes a person creative? How can we be creative? What, what makes art? And she's looking at the connection between them. And it's a, a kind of um, a really interesting sort of intelligent romp through the history of, of literature and creativity. And as we said, sort of sexual politics and what's fascinating about it is that she's looking at sort of people for her that w weren't contemporary that were older than her like Charlotte Bronte and Jane Austen but also she's she's talking about a lot of things that she thinks will change and she continually what's fascinating is she continually talks about a hundred years hence a century hence and keeps on talking about 2028 oh, and that's of course not long now, away is it <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly and so when you read it and now for, for the show when you're going to listen to it you kind of think gosh okay that's that's basically our present and she's talking about all the things that she thinks would have changed some of which of course she gets gloriously wrong and and, uh, and it's, things are so different but also you what's fascinating one of the reasons we really wanted to create this show was all the things that haven't changed, that really still haven't changed over the course of 100 years and so we thought actually there's still a relevance to actually sort of keep it in its 1928 context and watch the audience decide for themselves the, the you know all the different um, uh, little pieces that connect us to them so it's a, a wonderful piece it's it's wry and amusing and uh, really very insightful so the the original piece uh, a room of one's own was based on two lectures that she delivered to colleges uh, as you say in 1928 so to turn that into a theatrical production is no easy feat how have you changed it well, it's it's very different from a lot of our other productions that are, are sort of extremely that are often you know, based on huge works of fiction like Jane Eyre or Mrs. Dalloway. Um, and this in itself, we wanted to actually use 
that construct itself, that it had been based on lectures. Because, of course, what that does is it's a perfect piece for a solo show in the sense that it's someone delivering, if you will, a presentation to an audience. What she did is she based it on, as he said, on two lectures and then looked at it afterwards and then sort of polished them together, added some extra bits and bobs um, and added some uh, sort of magic realism to it and elements of elements of fiction. And so what we've done is we've sort of tied all those things together. So we've got, which is why we kind of call it a kind of a, a pre-TED talk uh, trip, <laughs> uh, because in some ways it is, uh, it sort of starts out as kind of being a bit like that. You kind of think, ah, oh, it's this character uh, from the 1920s talking directly to an audience but as it sort of goes on you get those little elements of magic realism and so it's it's a kind of combination of a, a theatrical production and a sort of a period TED talk. <laughs> and it is a one-woman show isn't it it's a solo performance and imagine without any cast around you all the energy and atmosphere that you need must come from the live audience so how does it feel to be preparing to be back in front of an audience again? It's wonderful. It's uh, it's strange um, because I've, I've you know uh, in my usual life I'm I'm touring all the time. I never ever stop. I have yeah about 120 gigs a year uh, plus Edinburgh that we always do. So it's been kind of an odd thing not actually being on the stage. Um, so in so many ways I'm really looking forward to just getting back out there and having that having that energy that connection. That the wonderful thing about solo work is that the audiences can see the whites of the actors' eyes, but the also the 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 actor can see the whites of the audience's eyes and so it really is about connection the great thing about when you break the fourth wall with a solo show is the audience don't just sort of sit sit there passively they have to engage on some level that there's no there's no audience participation of course that <laughs> that would scare so many people but they have to just um you you're just engaging with them and asking them questions and and hopefully as a result it should come out their imaginations should be ignited they should feel that they've had a, a an experience rather than just necessarily just passively watching something so it's um it's a particular form that we at dyad are really really excited about and are always trying to try new things which is why we wanted to try this because it was so different from a lot of our previous productions so what sort of evening would uh, would people have if they come to see the performance at the maltings theater next week is it primarily uh, to entertain to educate to illustrate to provoke thought what how would you describe the production in those terms? You've picked some really good words. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I think, I, to be honest, I think it's all of those. And I, I think in some ways that's part of the, the duty sometimes of theatre, that it should always entertain. You should always feel entertained. But there should be, I think, always an element of of coming out of a, of, of a theatre feeling like you've been like you've been asked to think like you feel just in a tiny way very slightly changed and so it's always I think both of those things together which is always really exciting for us both of those definitely and the preview I think is on uh, 7th of September and then how long does the production run in St Albans after that just five performances so it's the uh, it's next Tuesday to Saturday the 7th to the 11th at 7 30 so five performances only it's uh, it's strange to be doing such a short run and tickets are available uh, from the usual sources from the Maltings website um, or from ovo.org.uk and although they've been selling fast since the announcement of the autumn programme, there's still some tickets left. I did check this morning before uh, we spoke. There's some tickets left for some of the performances, but people are going to have to move a little bit to, to get in. You pleased with the success of, uh, of, of the show so far? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's to be honest, it's just really exciting to get 
audiences back into theatres again. So just to have that wonderful live audience there is going to be great. I'm really excited about engaging and connecting with the audiences that come. Well, Rebecca, thanks for joining us this morning. We wish you the absolute best of luck with the performance and uh, thanks for bringing it to St Albans for us. Thank you so much. Lovely to chat. Thank you.